podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. October 17, 2019. I don't think this day will ever end if I never discuss about the Netflix earnings. Okay, so as early as 5 a.m. in the morning, people have been congratulating because, of course, um, we were bullish on the Netflix earnings. It was a call that we've made. We, we did reiterate to buy at about 267. Uh, and then, so far, I think the market is opening at about 315. Let's discuss about Netflix numbers, shall we? Okay, um, so the key points is where the key points are Netflix Inc. announced a net addition of 6.77 million paying subscribers in the third quarter financial results. Um, and then I think what's clear as day here is that. Um, the international expansion was the biggest uh, story for the for the day, as well as the one dollar forty cents earnings beat. Uh, it it handily beats the consensus of about just a dollar oh six something like that per share. Uh, I'll read to you the numbers, and actually inside the inner circle, you could see that I shared a lot of Netflix links. Um, I also shared today um, uh, NetEase, the video game conglomerate. We'll explain about NetEase uh, soon to spin off the IPO Yotao. Uh, Tao is interesting in my case, in my view. Um, cooler in which we like, actually online education stock is about $15. So. This is just a $13 to $15 move in two days. And I think it's in reaction to the fact that Coolern and, uh, and Yotao are only at early stages on the online public education market. Uh, so Yotao is an e-learning unit of Chinese internet technology company NetEase. They filed for an IPO with US SEC last Monday. They want to list under the symbol DAO on the New York Stock Exchange and possibly raise 100 to 300 million dollars. So, um, if they would raise about a billion dollars, um, it would trade about 12 times sales. Uh, currently, uh, Yote House net revenues is about 80 million dollars for the six months ending June 30, 2019. Uh, it's up 70 percent, but losses have also doubled to about 167 million. You won, or probably around um, that's roughly 30 million dollars uh, for the period of first half. Uh, founded in 2006, Yotao provides online dictionaries, online classrooms, language courses with over 100 million monthly average users in China in the first half of 2019. Um, uh, but wait. Uh, before we delve so much about NetEase, which I think is an interesting company, so we'll, we'll discuss a lot of things actually, um, talk about a lot in China. 
uh, let's talk about let's 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 don't let's not go off top topic. Let's talk about this uh, the earnings call of Netflix. Okay, so it's an imp- to me I think it's a impressive marvi- margin expansion, and um, the numbers tell you about the power of economies of scale and the power of really budget. Okay, so. Just reading this out loud, dear fellow shareholders, in Q3 we grew to to 5.2 billion dollars in revenue, up 31% year over year. Operating income doubled to a billion dollars. Paid net additions totaled 6.8 million compared to our 7 million forecast. Higher year Q3 of 6.1 million. As we have improved the variety, diversity, and quality of our contents late. Member engagement has grown, revenue has increased, and we are able to further fund our content investment. So, um, yeah. I've sent a link, actually, to the exact uh, earnings call, which I think is very impressive. I would say that um, you got to read it. Uh, I mean, you got to listen to it. You got to watch it. So, I shared the link. You can just, um, or you could just search it. It's very simple. Just search it in Netflix Investor Relations. It's just in YouTube. Netflix Q3 2019 earnings interview. In fact, you can read, you can watch everything all throughout Netflix um, history. So this is the Netflix long-term view. Let's highlight the most important things for you to be aware of. Number one, Netflix's first original series debuted in 2013. Netflix became global in 2016 nearly 20 years after starting Netflix. So over the following decades, internet entertainment will replace linear TV and we hope to keep leading by offering an amazing entertainment experience. Netflix margin structure and their cost management is something like this. So Netflix believes that they can grow to about 60 to 90 million members in the US based upon our trajectory to date and the continued growth of internet entertainment. Operating margin structure is set mostly top down So for every given future period, we can estimate revenue and decide what we want to spend, how much margin we want in that period. Now, competitive pressures are building uh, for content. So this would lead them, for Netflix, to have slightly less content than we would otherwise, rather than overspending. Uh, The same will be true for marketing budget. The output variable is membership growth that those spending choices will influence. So... One of the things that I like in the third quarter 19 earnings preview was Ted Sarandos talking about price relative to value. So um, a few numbers for you to know, $5.2 billion revenues this quarter, 164 million global subscribers. Spence Newman uh, also said that we will not chase everything, we will exercise discipline. We assess every title individually versus content budget. We will take some mistakes, but because we are very disciplined in our budgets and businesses, we will eventually expand our gross margin as you've seen now. So actually, um, earnings per share beat handily all the consensus estimates, mostly because of cost management. Um, Actually, they're very impressive. I I really would want you to read read the earnings yourself or watch the earnings preview yourself. So think about this, when you're spending $10 billion of content like Netflix is, this is all about discipline. So me personally, what I like about Netflix is that they're really about data and algorithm uh, on how they would allocate that budget. So consider yourself having $10 billion 
how many how many movie series will you actually um, be spreading that big ten billion dollars how many big budget how many small budgets and so forth so the variety and diversification is important here in my view Netflix is the epitome of a mutual fund of entertainment they're the vanguard index of everything they have their own original franchises even if Disney's fighting head-on and even if Apple wants to spend more Netflix will in my view have built over the years very great content very strong franchises for children and for a variety of all ages I like Ted Sarandos um, the entire crew of Netflix they're very great executives so Theodore Anthony Sarandos is an American businessman who's currently the chief content officer for Netflix Sarandos oversees Netflix's annual budget of over $6 billion, and under his leadership, the company has received 54 Primetime Emmy Award nominations in 2016. So Ted Sarandos uh, has one of the most difficult jobs, and I think that he loves his job. Um, he's a guy who calls the shots. He's actually the most powerful person in Hollywood. Exposure-wise, uh, me personally, I am a very big believer of the connected TV era. I've written articles about it. You've probably heard me talk a lot in the inner circle how much I love this uh, entire streaming war. It's not really a streaming war. It's a connected TV era. Everybody wins. Um, I like Disney, Netflix, AT&T, which owns HBO Max, Time Warner. Uh, I, I like Telaria. I like Roku. So... I didn't mention the trading desk but because it's not too much in this connected TV era. Um, personally, among the shows, I, I haven't even watched The Crown of Netflix, but I, I really heard a lot of good reviews about it. So it's so good that even the queen is raving about this show. So uh, I, I want to highlight a few things. Um, can they all coexist? I believe yes, because the diversity of storytelling is key. There is no domination, only enhancement. Okay, so Sarando joined, Ted Sarandos joined Netflix in year 2000, back when it was just a subscription film service. So it was really a great 19 years. The guys here really are the most powerful reasons to own Netflix. In the end, it's top management. They know how to handle, who to fund. You know, they were the ones who funded sex education when, when it was just, you know, uh, this is still uh, an amateur show then or people who started um, Black Mirror and so forth. So um, as Ted Sarandos did say, he said that it took a leap of faith for me to join Netflix in 1999 after Reed Hastings, the company founder, got in contact. Reed was a genius engineer programmer but did not know anything about entertainment distribution. He described Netflix almost exactly like how it is now and he sounded like a crazy person. At that time, the internet for video was almost useless. People would email things and it would take a week to open up. Idea that all home entertainment would come into the internet, that was a very abstract idea. So Reed Hastings here is crazy and um, the realistic executioner was Ted Sarandos, well both of them. Together it just got better and better but you know, um, it's important we do discuss the winning traits and corporate culture in Netflix. It is an enviable wedding company. Uh, this is a company that really is a, a 300, 400x move. Um, quite possibly the best company to own and to keep for the last 20 years. So um, 
if you've made money, it's great, and um, I'm happy that you did. Uh, let's talk more about it. So, um, Ted Sarandos believes that there will be more interactive TV in the future, if he had to guess. There will be more, more things like Bandersnatch, wherein you are choosing the, how it ends, or similar to Bear Grylls' You vs. Wild. He also believes that gaming is becoming more movified, and I would agree with this one. And movies are becoming more gamified. I agree with that too. And I agree that education is becoming movified and gamified. I agree. Uh, they won't take over, but, but people will always want to be told a story. Um, just a few trivia for you to know. So Black Mirror was really um, created by Charlie Brooker. It's very amazing. Um, the series was commissioned for three, three hour long episodes. The first script was 15 million merits, written by Brooker and his wife Connie. Uh, personally, um, if you ask me, I really remember the Black Mirror series, USS Callister, Plata, San Junipero, Crocodile Archangel. Um, I really like those. So um, we're talking about so much about streaming. It, it's impossible for us not to talk about Disney. Disney's launching this November 12th. Apple is launching November 1. Uh, there will be competition, but I think it's just really great for everyone. Uh, there will be Disney's Rise of Skywalker this December, Daisy Riley. Um, all the great shows and content inside Netflix. Some of them I haven't even watched. It's just too much. But uh, let me give you some numbers. Okay, um, from a numbers game, Americans currently, 61% of them um, watch TV through online streaming that's that's for the age group 18 to 29 there still remains 31 percent in cable satellite uh and five percent in digital antenna so this 31 percent in america has to really go from cable to online and the great thing about uh, netflix is that this is a global story netflix goes global as i said it was 2016 when netflix went global international push there's a lot of non-english originals helping international market penetration They've released a hundred seasons of local language originals and they plan to have 130 more next year. Um, let's look at a few numbers so that you know what these um, non-English language titles are. Of course, uh, you might have heard about La Casa de Papel, also known as Money Heist. This became the most watched show on Netflix across all non-English language territories with 44 million households watching the new season in the first four weeks of release. Sintonia, the latest Brazilian original, was the second most watched inaugural season in Brazil. Naked Director broke out as the biggest title launch for them in Japan. It was also a very highly successful um, breakout title throughout Asia. In India, Netflix debuted the second season of Sacred Games, most watched show in India. To date, Netflix has globally released 100 seasons of local language, original scripted series from 17 countries, and they plan to uh, have more, over 130 more in 2020. Netflix plans to expand investment in local language, original films, and unscripted series. Um, Unbelievable was also one of the most thought-provoking and highly viewed dramas watched by 30 million member households in the first 28 days. Uh, Netflix is aggressively investing in original films with really great progress in improving results. 
original films late, several solid hits like Secret Obsession, The Otherhood. They were watched by 40 million and 29 million households in their first four weeks, respectively. Tall Girl, which is a new family film starring Ava Michelle, was also a success with 41 million households watching the first 28 days. So Netflix ex expects that Q4 film releases will continue to build the momentum and strengthen the film efforts. Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. This is Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesky. This is a Q4 quarter four film release. I personally am actually um, excited to watch about this film. Uh, Marriage Story starring Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Two Popes featuring Anthony Hopkins, Jonathan Price. They all of which have emerged as early Oscar frontrunners. We also have very sev several big releases such as Dolmite Is My Name starring Eddie Murphy and featuring a breakout, breakout performance from Divine Joy Randolph. Six Underground, directed by Michael Bay and starring Ryan Reynolds. The Laundromat from Steven uh, Stutterberg, director, starring Meryl Streep and Gary Oldman. And The King, starring Timothy Chalamet, Lily Rose Depp, and Joel Edgerton. As well as an animated feature, Klaus and I Lost My Body. Body. Uh, so Netflix has always been um, the quality, the diversity. It was always a celebration. Um, in fact, Orange is the New Black has been heralded by Time Magazine as one of the most important TV shows of the decade. Um, the very popular Ozark, Our Planet, Queer Eye, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, and When They See Us led 40 Netflix original series and films to a record 117 nominations in Emmys and 27 wins in 2019. With so many new films now looking to provide premium video content to consumers, it is a really great time to be a content creator. But amazing content can be expensive. Netflix doesn't shy away from taking bold swings if we think the business impact will also be amazing. We do not close every deal we chase, and we don't chase every deal on the table. While not all projects we will pursue will work out, our large and growing subscription base helps enable us to try many approaches while the size of our content budget, $10 billion on PL spend and about $15 billion in cash content spend in 2019, insulates us from the dependency on any single title. We will continue to learn as we go, staying disciplined, assessing each opportunity individually, steadily marching up our operating margin and improving cash flows. Um, it's really wonderful, actually. It's a great time to be in Netflix. Netflix goes global. Um, so new competitors, uh, they have some great titles, great catalogs, but none have the variety, diversity, and quality of the new original programming that Netflix produces around the world. Um, if I had a wish, I wish China buys Netflix, and I hope that the Communist Party of China allows Netflix to finally just go global already. Netflix is available virtually everywhere except in China. Our growth internationally will unfold over many years as we improve our service. In the 130-plus new markets we launched in 2016, we started by primarily targeting outward-looking, affluent consumers with international credit cards and smartphones. As with every market we have launched, our approach is to listen, learn, and improve rapidly. Um, and add more content, language, and a better Netflix experience over time to the light members. I believe that Netflix equals global entertainment leader, and I mean it, global, around the world. I cannot accept 
that only Disney or only China, it cannot be a monopoly. This is a king and queen or two kings. I, um, that said, um, if you don't want to marry Netflix, if this is just a trade for you, I also believe in that discipline of selling. So there will be resistances, I believe, from 320 to 330. Um, but we'll see, okay? So, oh, anyway, uh, so that is the story for Netflix. So what else are we going to talk about? NetEase. NetEase, okay. How about NetEase? Okay, NetEase, we'll talk about it tomorrow, but I also like that. NetEase at $280. NetEase just broke around $280 last night, close to $294. And I think the news was all about the, uh, the, the online education IPO. So, Yotao. It's about Yotao. Okay, we'll talk about it tomorrow.